0: Brendan D. Murphy. Something that is not widely known about the mind-body connection today is that, since the early 1940s, a genuine microbiological framework for understanding the power of suggestion, intention and belief has been developing. In this article we will look at some of this work as it relates to previously unexplainable spontaneous alterations to the genomes of living people, and the physiological and psychospiritual transformations that often accompany them. What we fail to understand must be junk. The vast majority of our DNA text is not used in the coding of proteins and enzymes, it is non-coding, and scientists generally do not have any idea what its purpose is. Thus, they initially dubbed it junk DNA. How much of our DNA is junk? About 95-98%, to rather a lot of waste for nature to keep. Since this part of DNA is not responsible for constructing our basic physical form, its purpose has remained mysterious to conventional mindsets until very recently. We now know that a large portion of junk DNA is made up of mobile genetic elements, transposons and retrotransposons, or jumping DNA, which can rewrite and activate, or deactivate, certain genetic codes. Jumping DNA reportedly makes up as much as half of the total DNA nucleotides. Another major portion of the non-protein coding regions of the genome is composed of variable number, randomly repeating sequences known as satellite DNA. Microbiologist William Brown believes that through specific conformational arrangements, satellite DNA interfaces with the so-called morphic field. Various conformations have specific resonances with the morphic field and can tune into different information programs. Since satellite DNA is very specific to each person, each of us tunes into a distinct and unique morphogenetic pattern. It seems likely that both jumping DNA and satellite DNA interface with the morphic field, thus responding to alterations in one state of consciousness. Satellite DNA's ability to expand the number of repeating sequences means an increase in the information-carrying capacity of DNA. As a fractal antenna, DNA interacts with the vacuum-slash-ether, terms synonymous in this context with zero-point-slash-implicate-order-slash-time-space, transducing the zero-point energy which interacts with our consciousness. A greater interaction between our DNA and the torsion and our scalar forces in the vacuum might equate to expanded consciousness, while a lesser interactivity would result in a contracted awareness. Thus, in Brown's words, certain modular arrangements of DNA would be more conducive to conscious awareness. In the 1990s, a team of Russian linguists led by Dr. Peter Garyev discovered that the genetic code in junk DNA obeys uniform grammar and usage rules very much like those of human language. It turns out that the junk is laden with intimations of intelligence, purpose and meaning, a perspective forbidden by fundamentalist Darwinism. This groundbreaking research followed Jeff Dalro's discovery in 1990 that the four nucleotides A, T, G and C, of DNA naturally form fractal structures uncannily related to human speech patterns. Within non-coding DNA segments, to quote anthropologist Jeremy Narby, scientists have found large numbers of endlessly repeated sequences with no apparent meaning, and even palindromes, which are words or sentences which can be read in either direction. Human language seems to have emerged from the grammatical and syntactical structures within our very DNA the massive junk portion, no less. Hence there is no substance to the notion that there was some kind of linear progression from the primitive form of pre-linguistic communication in the animal kingdom to human language. Instead, it was a quantum leap right out of the ether slash vacuum slash implicate order. The Gariave group's pioneering DNA research accounts for the power of hypnosis, and potentially most other psi phenomena, also referred to as hypercommunication. One of the basic assumptions made by the Gorillaev team is that the genome has a capacity for quasi-consciousness so that DNA words produce and help in the recognition of semantically meaningful phrases. Because the structures of DNA base pairs and language are so similar, we can alter our own genetics by simply using words and sentences, as has been experimentally proven. Live DNA will always react to language-modulated laser rays and even to radio waves, if the proper frequencies are being used. This finally and scientifically explains why affirmations, autogenous training, hypnosis and the like can have such strong effects of humans and their bodies. One of the most famous cases of hypnotically induced genetic alteration was documented around 1951 at the Queen Victoria Hospital in West Sussex, England. This case involved the cure of Bruck's disease in a teenage boy. His skin, which cracked and bled easily, was dry, hardened and reptile-like. Using hypnotic suggestion, anesthetist and hypnotist Albert A. Mason remedied the condition in a matter of weeks, a miracle at the time, since Bruck's disease is a genetic condition, which meant that in eliciting a cure Mason had effectively reprogrammed the boy's genes, which scientists of the time knew was impossible. The boy's hardened skin fell away, exposing soft, healthy flesh which remained so thereafter. Today we know that by using correct light and sound frequencies, as well as words, we can activate some of our mobile DNA to recode certain portions of the genome thus affecting physical transformation at the most fundamental biological level. DNA, wormholes and torsion fields. During 1984-85, Gariaev made a startling discovery. He found that an in vitro DNA sample in a test tube had the ability to attract and harness coherent laser light, causing it to spiral along the DNA helix. This alone was an unexpected, and paradigm-shifting, discovery, but it was not all. After the DNA sample and apparatus were removed, the photons continued to spiral as if the DNA were still there. This was dubbed the DNA phantom effect, and it signified that some new scalar-slash-torsion field structure had been excited from the vacuum-slash-ether and was entraining the light even in the absence of the DNA. This effect has been observed to last for up to a month, showing that the new field structure possesses remarkable persistence and stability. Even after blowing the phantom away with gaseous nitrogen, it returns within 8 minutes. Torsion fields are known to be stable and persistent. Significantly, have also remarked that sound waves radiated by the DNA molecules were registered in these experiments, showing that DNA not only absorbs and emits light, as is well-established, but radio frequencies and phonons as well. Our DNA harnesses both sound and light in its moment-by-moment operations. But more than this, it punches holes in space-time, opening a window to the time domain of time-space, a sort of parallel reality to ours. In the words of Grajana Foser and Franz Bludorf our DNA creates magnetized wormholes in the fabric of space, tunnel connections between entirely different areas in the universe through which information can be transmitted outside of space and time. The DNA attracts these bits of information and passes them on to our consciousness. Most of us know this process as intuition or psychic insight. Ordinary human memory also operates on similar principles, since available evidence indicates that our memories are stored not in our brains but in etheric-slash-implicate-slash-time-space-field structures which envelop our bodies. auric fields various researchers have theorized that the energy occupying time space responsible for these phenomena is twisting or spiraling torsion energy the magnetized wormholes mentioned above could also be described as torsion fields or vortices a torsion field is a self-sustaining vortex in the ether which is innately non-electromagnetic though it can produce electromagnetic effects such as light by spinning a vortex can excite photons or virtual photons out of the fabric of the ether and static torsion-slash-scalar fields can harness and store light within them, as seen in the DNA phantom effect. Saul Luckman, co-developer of a sound-based healing technique called the Regenetics Method, considers chi, prana and orgone to be light-based effects of torsion fields. In his book Conscious Healing, Luckman describes torsion energy as universal creative consciousness or subspace energy, ether, experiencing itself in time, torsion energy in the form of a life wave, interfacing with and modifying potential DNA's transposons is the driving force behind the evolution of human consciousness and physiology. The research generally credited with the discovery of this fifth force torsion, was done in the late 1800s by Russian professor N.P. Mishkin. Einstein's colleague Dr. Eli Carton first coined the term torsion in 1913 in reference to this force's twisting movement through the fabric of space-time, but his important work was virtually buried by the success of Einstein's theories. In the 1950s, the same decade in which James Watson and Francis Crick discovered the helical structure of DNA pioneering Russian scientist Nikolai A. Kozirev proved the existence of this energy, demonstrating that, like time, as well as DNA, it flows in a geometric spiral. Russian scientists are reported to have written thousands of papers on torsion energy in the 1990s alone. More recently, award-winning physicist Nassim Haramein, along with his colleague Elizabeth A. Rauscher, has reworked Einstein's field equations with the inclusion of Torque and Coriolis effects. Torsion Fields, Mental Intention, and Healing If your soul is, in fact, a torsion field or vortex in the fabric of space, or a structure of multiple nested vortices, as described by seers and occultists, then your consciousness, by definition, must survive the demise of your physical body. It existed in the ether-slash-vacuum-slash-time-space-slash-implicate-order-slash-zero-point field before you ever obtained a body. This is exactly the perspective promoted by physicist Fred Allen Wolfe, who refers to the vacuum of space as the home of the soul, from which the material world was actually born. Interestingly, to cite A.M. Novak, the work of scientists Gennady Shipov and Borkard Heim established that torsion generators allowed us not only to replicate all phenomena demonstrated by so-called psychics, but they were also able to demonstrate effects that were never demonstrated by any psychic. This transcendent force that is intrinsically unrestricted by the bounds of our space-time and which, in the form of torsion-slash-scalar waves, effectively operates billions of times beyond the speed of light, can account for the well-documented remote healing phenomena demonstrated in many studies, as well as more localized, short-range psychokinetic effects. Cell biologist Glenn Raine discovered that anger, fear and similar emotions have the power to contract the DNA molecule, compressing it. On the other hand, emotions such as joy, gratitude and love unwind or decompress DNA exposed to them. This effect could be created on samples up to half a mile away from the center of the emotion. Years earlier in Russia, remote influence experiments with human targets presaged RAIN's results and proved that remote human intention could be used to affect physiological and conscious processes in a distant human target, as well as to send telepathic messages. In another of RAIN's experiments, those with coherent electrocardiograms could wind or unwind DNA samples, not extracted from their own bodies, at will, while those with incoherent heart energy could not. Furthermore, in these experiments, simply feeling love-based emotions was not enough to affect the DNA samples, the intent to alter them had to be present. The effect was achieved up to half a mile away in an experiment with Lou Childra. Another experiment with Russian healer Valery Saturn replicated the effect with Saturn station thousands of miles away from rain setup in California, in Russia. These distance experiments indicated that, although coherent electromagnetic heart energy does act locally in the body, it also has a non-electromagnetic, Torsion-slash-scalar, component. This non-local aspect appears to entangle healers with their healers via time-space-slash-ether. Ipso facto, DNA is a torsion antenna, a biological bridge between our local space-time reality and non-local time-space mirror. Rain's research links torsion energy to life-affirming emotions, in particular unconditional love, which propels both our individual and collective evolution. Only the love-based emotions, writes Luckman, Stimulate DNA to decompress so that messenger RNA can access codes for healing. Negative emotional states compress the DNA helix, severely limiting access to genetic information necessary for healing as well as evolution. Sounds like DNA activation. We have recently entered into what Dr. Larry Dossi has dubbed Era 3 Medicine. In Luckman's view, Era 3 Medicine is concerned with the primacy of bioenergetic consciousness in the sound domain, time-space-slash-ether, in healing and transformation. ERA 2 medicine, on the other hand, is primarily restricted to mind-body interactions in the light domain of space-time. Finally, ERA I medicine was and is myopically based solely on physico-chemical considerations, a boon for big pharma. ERA 3 acknowledges that since consciousness is fundamentally non-local, not only can your thoughts influence your own physiology, but someone else's as well, regardless of distance, as per the aforementioned Russian remote-influence experiments and RAIN's work. As the Gariaev group has shown, Sound and light can be utilized to rewrite the genetic code. The group went so far as to be able to turn frog embryos into salamander embryos by electronically recording one species' DNA informational patterns and then retransmitting them to the other species. The resulting salamanders could even mate and produce baby salamanders. Specific sound frequencies. Herein lies the power of Luckman's DNA activation method. Some readers may be aware that our DNA is tuned to resonate with the ancient Solfeggio scale. According to mathematicians Marco Rodan and Victor Shawell, this scale constructs the entire universe. Dr. Leonard Horowitz, an early pioneer of the solfeggio, comments that the creationistic dynamics of matter have their source in pure acoustic spirit, which is vividly demonstrated by the work of Dr. Hans Jenny. By vibrating a mass of solid particles on a metal plate at certain frequencies, Jenny caused the particles to arrange spontaneously into specific geometric forms. Alternatively, the vibration of these loose particles suspended in a fluid could be seen to create nested geometric figures, the platonic solids, in point of fact. Hence Horowitz's point about matter being created by sonic frequencies in the spiritual domain. Because the ground of reality is fundamentally holographic, it assembles the manifest universe fractally in a self-referencing manner in which geometric forms, such as the platonic solids, can be nested within one another. By simply utilizing the correct vowel chanting technique, the most important ingredient, and a 528 Hz solfeggio tuning fork, as detailed in Luckman's latest book Potentiate Your DNA, apparently some of your mobile genetic elements can be activated to harness greater amounts of torsion energy from time-space-slash-ether. With the regenetics method, DNA activation occurs incrementally as one goes through the different stages of potentiation, articulation, elucidation, and transcension. Potentiation, the first phase, specifically employs the mean node of 528 Hz, which has been used by molecular biologists to correct genetic defects and is also known simply as love-hertz. The transformed octave-based human bioenergy blueprint five months after potentiation. According to this model, at this stage a ninth out-of-place vortex above the eight vortex-slash-chakra above the head has descended and sealed an energy drain in the second center referred to esoterically as the fragmentary body. The result is a balanced octave of eight vortices-slash-chakras. Image Credit, Saul Luckman, Conscious Healing The result of the total process of the Regenetics Method, which unfolds over 27 months, is a gentle and progressive Kundalini awakening and healing of the physical, mental, emotional and spiritual body layers of the psyche, see figure at left. Based on many testimonials, often allergies disappear, old injuries repair, serious diseases vanish, the body detoxifies, emotional baggage is purged, and a sense of peace and well-being develop. Some people can even begin to sense their fundamental interconnectedness with creation, a development that reaches its fullest fruition with the completion of the final stage, after the prefrontal lobes in the brain have been awakened through elucidation. For my part, immediately following my own potentiation, I noticed my damaged rotator cuffs felt subtly different. Within a few weeks, they had improved very significantly. Seven months later, I experienced virtually no pain in them and could comfortably lie on my side to sleep at night. Something I had not been able to do for about 12 years previously, no matter how positive I tried to be or how determined I was to heal them myself. Before doing my own potentiation, even swinging my arms back and forth across my chest caused sharp, stabbing pains in my shoulders, but no more. After several months I also experienced a spontaneous detoxification process, primarily through my sinuses, and my food allergies show signs of disappearing. With DNA acting like a tuning fork and resonating with the vowel chanting and 528 Hz solfeggio frequency, the errors in the sonic torsion field blueprints, in timespace, or the sound domain, for our biology are corrected. At the biological level, jumping DNA shifts to rewrite the gene code for the better, as previously dormant codons are switched on, while others may be switched off, in order to improve healing mechanisms, and so on. Consciousness researcher Stephen Lindsteed has reported that at the five hundred twenty eight hertz frequency the clustered water molecules that surround and support the DNA structure form a perfect six-sided hexagon meaning that you are apparently generating your own internal somatic effect as you perform your potentiation in theory writes Horowitz phase locking your body to the five hundred twenty eight hertz frequency sends the most powerful healing energy in the universe to your DNA's amino acid sequence, which vibrates in a glycoprotein matrix of structured water which, depends heavily on, this, frequency not just for its physical structure but also for its bioelectrical and bioacoustic functions. A new kind of human? Microbiologist Colm Kelleher has studied junk DNA for years. He states that transposons are known to be engines of evolution, explaining that the most plausible mechanism for initiating a rapid, large-scale change in physical structure, even the emergence of a new species, is a simultaneous transposition burst. He speculates that similar mechanisms might also be involved in a kundalini experience. Kundalini, a real physical energy, has always been held in high esteem by mystics and seers because of its ability to awaken higher consciousness and vivify and restore the physical body. It also upgrades the bioenergy system. The principal function of kundalini in occult development is reputedly to pass through the chakras and energize them so that they bring astral experiences into physical consciousness. An enhancement of the chakras naturally has positive physical effects, as the etheric body, where the chakras are located, is an energetic counterpart to the physical body and, in fact, is considered to be of the physical density in its own right, unlike astral, mental, or spiritual energies. Theoretical physicist Amit Goswami states in Physics of the Soul that the raising of kundalini seems to unleash the dormant capacities of consciousness for making new representations of the vital, etheric, body onto the physical body. There is evidence, he writes people in whom kundalini has risen and been properly integrated undergo extraordinary bodily changes, for example, the development of nodules on the body that, form, the figure of a serpent. Kundalini experiencers also often describe an incredible white light enveloping their consciousness, as the plasma-like kundalini rises up the spine and explodes into the head and crown chakra. The result in the moment is often a state of expansive bliss. One salient point to any researcher of these topics has to be that there are elements in the aftermath of DNA and Kundalini activation that are quite similar to those reported in near-death experience, NDE. Aside from biophysical alterations, an effect shared by all groups, many near-death experiencers, NDEers, have reported that they feel a deeper sense of connectedness with all things, higher levels of empathy, decreased competitiveness and egotism, elimination of the fear of death, and a greater sense of peace and contentment. The spontaneous resolution or disappearance of serious diseases and allergies falls under the category of biophysical transformation, which is correlated with Kundalini awakening as well as DNA activation. Similarly, ND-ear melon Thomas Benedict, for example, had an inoperable brain tumor prior to his 90-minute NDE. Post-NDE, his cancer was simply gone, it had vanished. Quite often, ND-ears also find that their psychic faculties are put into overdrive, whether they like it or not. In transformed by the light, Dr. Cherie Sutherland offers the case studies of 50 Australian NDEers, one of whom reported that post NDE it was possible to telepathically pick up on the internal monologues of people around, totally unintentionally. Dr. Kenneth Ring hypothesized in the 1990s that NDEers undergo a Kundalini awakening, and he marshaled some impressive evidence in support of this notion in the Omega Project. We might speculate whether the NDE can also spontaneously precipitate the sealing of the fragmentary body an energy defect theorized to exist in the second chakra, by revealing to people their true nature as immortal spirit or infinite consciousness. Understanding that they are an integral part of the cosmos, N.D. ears might find their separation consciousness as well as other personal issues around self-loathing and guilt, simply healed. Certainly, the experience of contacting a force of cosmic love, compassion and total, unconditional acceptance is powerfully healing for many N.D. ears. Perhaps not surprisingly, Many ND ears find that they spontaneously develop powerful healing faculties, even to the extent that they give up their old careers to become energy healers. This suggests the activation of previously dormant sections of DNA involved in the transmission and mediation of electromagnetic energy and torsion forces. In 1996, Kelleher cloned a stretch of human DNA from activated human T cells and found it to consist of a tandem array of transposon sequences arranged like beads on a string. This was the perfect structure that he had envisioned for accomplishing a large-scale speciation-type change. Kelleher predicts that people who have undergone NDEs or have meditated for long periods should have a higher transcriptional level of this transposon cassette. NDE case studies seem to support this contention. Many NDEs appear to represent a new kind of human being, one not just more metaphysically aware than the average person, but one who is also more switched on, genetically and psychically. Overall, ND ears seem to show an unusually high level of intuitive activation, not unlike Kundalini awakened individuals. Speculative conclusions and visions for the future. In 2003, the Encyclopedia of DNA Elements (Encode) genome research project was launched, pooling the resources of over 400 scientists over 32 laboratories throughout the UK, US, Spain, Singapore, and Japan. The Encode project is the largest research project into the human genome yet conducted. In September, 2012, after analyzing all 3 billion pairs of genetic code comprising our DNA, scientists from the project confirmed that far more of it is biologically active than had been widely believed. In fact, 80% of our DNA is performing a specific function, confirming that most non protein coding junk DNA is not junk at all. Perhaps more importantly, in the context of the foregoing discussion, These scientists also identified four million switch genes, which are sections of DNA that control when genes are switched on or off in cells. These can even be a long way from the actual gene they control, in an uncoiled DNA strand. Many switches are linked to changes in risk levels for various diseases and disorders. We have the field of epigenetics to thank for proving that local environmental triggers, including stress, are ultimately more important in determining the activation or silencing of certain genes, and therefore our biological health, than inherent genetic defects, which account only for about 5% of all diseases. It is only logical to conclude that mobile DNA elements transposons, comprising as much as half of our junk DNA are involved in mediating the functions of at least some of these 4 million switch genes. In addition, mobile DNA, with possibly satellite DNA as well, appears to interface with our consciousness in the etheric realm of time-space. This means that ERA-3, Metagenetic modalities such as the regenetics method, where the facilitator can be located thousands of miles from the recipient, can be effective in influencing genetic expression regardless of Healer-Healy proximity. In the time-space domain occupied by consciousness, distance is meaningless. Thanks to the innovative work of researchers in fields as diverse as shamanism, epigenetics, thanatology, psychiatry, molecular biology, hypnosis, kinesiology, occultism and more, we may have identified four major ways to activate our latent jumping DNA to affect dramatic personal transformation and even conscious evolution. Hypnosis, DNA activation with vowel chants and solfeggio frequencies, kundalini awakening, and NDEs. This is to say nothing of astrophysical processes which can influence planetary microbiology, and over which we as individuals seemingly have little control, a subject we lack space for here. With the extinction of bottom-up Darwinian DNA primacy, we can and must relinquish the moribund notion that our genetic inheritance is a done deal which we can no more change than the earth's orbital pathway around the sun. The various lines of research discussed herein reveal that in using vowels and targeted light and sound frequencies to deliberately change our genetic expression in a controlled fashion, we can also change our consciousness, and vice versa. We can change our consciousness and, in turn, alter genetic expression, more or less permanently. No longer can a human be conceived of as a powerless Darwinian meat computer at the mercy of the random forces of natural selection. Thank goodness for the junk nature did not throw away. Copyright Brendan D. Murphy. All rights reserved. Brendan D. Murphy, co founder of Global Freedom Movement and host of GFM Radio. He is also a certified DNA activator, author, researcher, activist, and musician. His acclaimed non fiction epic, The Grand Illusion, a synthesis of science and spirituality, is available here come and get your mind blown at www.brendanmurphy.net. Disclaimer, the developers and all facilitators of the Regenetics Method offer DNA activation as educators and ordained ministers, not medical doctors, and do not purport to diagnose, prevent or treat illness of any kind. Regenetics Method information and sessions are offered, and accepted, as exercises of freedom of speech and religion. The developers and facilitators of the Regenetics method make no recommendations, claims, promises or guarantees relative to specific health challenges. You are solely responsible for your own medical treatment and care.